Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry. Larry, how are you? I am doing all right. How was your weekend? How was your holiday? <laughs> it's fine. Pretty uneventful. Good. Um, you had a day off today. Do anything? No. Not really. <laughs> I had a day off as well. I didn't do it. But, um, alright, so today, everyone, we are going to be doing another episode of Box Office Beatdown, of course, where we go through the top five of the weekend. Uh, this is a special weekend because we had the release of Wonder Woman 1984, but up to, after that, we're going to get into 2020's box office as a whole. So, like, last year, Larry and I, at the end of the year, we came up and did a top ten releases, top ten uh, box office bombs, but... We can't really do that this year because, you know, the pandemic happened and all that stuff. So now we have, uh, we're going to discuss like the um, domestic box office kind of totals from the from the early year and then throughout the year, like which movies came out on top and stuff like that. And then we're going to get into the worldwide numbers as far as uh, pandemic numbers, as far as like box office goes again. And then at the end, we'll kind of give like a preview for 2021 when it comes to box office to see if things may change, how much things will change as far as movie theaters and how the HBO Max deal can affect all of this. And yeah, so Larry, we have a particularly just like a special weekend because we had the Wonder Woman 1984, but this was the first kind of test for the HBO Max Warner Brothers kind of deal, whereas uh, it released in theaters and they released on HBO Max on the same day, on Christmas Day. So before we get into the number, I want to get your thoughts on just... Um, I, I I feel like I haven't really spoken to you about this new deal and how can it can really affect box, box office all that much. Um, we will get into the number for Wonder Woman, but I kind of want to get your thoughts as far as like um, how you think this kind of deal is going to go when it comes to box office. Uh, well... <laughs> I mean, I guess it just—it all just depends on how this freaking virus goes next year. But um, I mean, I—I I can't imagine it's gonna be good for box office numbers in any sense, honestly. Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are just gonna stay home. So, <laughs> I mean, I've been saying that to Hannah like all this time that uh, I don't see how I really, I really don't see how. Um, a casual moviegoer is going to want to choose to go to the theater rather than stay home. Um, talk about that a little bit more when we get into the number. So why don't we do that? Let's go to the top five of the weekend of uh, December 25th, Christmas. Um, why don't we get started on number one? So coming in at number one, we had Wonder Woman 1984, which brought in $16.7 million over its first weekend of release here in the States, at least. But Wonder Woman 1984 did add on to its complete international total from last weekend, giving it a new worldwide total of $85 million after two weeks of release in worldwide release (laughs) but uh just to put that into perspective it is easily the biggest opening for just a weekend release of the entire pandemic and obviously we don't know what the hbo max returns look like if you will but warner brothers did fast track and announce a wonder woman 3 uh over the weekend so take that as you will uh yeah so uh well i when did they fast track that thing that was it like saturday or something like that they fast track three and uh, wonder woman yeah um that was maybe they had a huge spike on hbo max and whatnot and uh the 16 million now tenant when tenant came out didn't it do like 19 so Tenant did twenty million, but that included the Monday right. through yeah, it included that entire week of pre-release showing. So it was basically its entire first week was twenty million. So this kind of answers our question as far as like I we said what we would kind of see if a Wonder Woman or Black Widow came out. Um, I do think you have a more accessible audience when it comes to superhero movies than a tenant. So yeah. 
Um, the fact that Tenet was the end-all be-all was kind of weird to me because I was like, I mean, you're using a movie that is still kind of niche to a certain amount of people. Nolan is, is he's very, he's popular to a sense, but these kind of movies, you know, audiences, they have to really, really want, especially during a pandemic, to go and actually see it. Um, and I thought, I, th- I think Tenet's release was also a lot more, had a lot more to do with people just being curious about how it was going to be going back to the mm-hmm. theater. Uh, as, where as far as Wonder Woman, um, uh, and I think enough, more than enough people are interested to see um, a superhero movie and kind of see how their theaters are doing for this time of year and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see how much, I don't remember, I don't, did you ever get a number as far as how it did on HBO Max? Did they ever release it? No, I, I think don't, the they CEO didn't release was anything. like, oh, you did really, uh, the CEO was like, oh, I did it amazing and all that stuff. But I was like, I need actual numbers. Um, yeah, there's no actual numbers. I think, uh, honestly, I think w- people are going less right now than, uh, even though Tenet was like the first one back, mm-hmm. I think as a country, we felt maybe like in a little bit better of a place when Tenet came out. Like, Agreed, it kind yeah. of felt like things were okay. Whereas right now, we've just been seeing like a steady decline since right before Thanksgiving. And we haven't really plateaued <laughs> uh, when it came to the virus. And like we said, I mean, I don't know, like my state for one is closed right now and it was open when Tenet opened. And I know New York and California are both still closed Close, like yeah. they were for. So at, at the very least, theater wise, we're in pretty much the same boat, if yeah, not, you know, like, yeah. and then HBO Max. And I think that definitely played a part in even if theaters were open near people, I think a lot of people just watched it on HBO Max rather than go to the theater. Much easier for a lot of people. And I said um, I 16 million. Listen, that's that's good for where we're at right now. But my thing is, is that like, listen, this is what a movie like A Promising Young Woman probably could have made, you know, like in like pre-pandemic times. So it makes me really nervous when it comes to like, it makes me really nervous when it comes to like those HBO Max releases that don't, doesn't really garner a lot of interest from audiences, like what the number's going to be like then, you know? So like like a Judas and the Black Messiah, like... How many people are actually going to go to the theater for that? Rather, they just watch it at home, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Um, I think I, even something, yeah. if Dune doesn't come through with that agreed, yeah. theater only, I mean, I think the HBO Max thing will kill Dune. Yeah, agreed, and kill that franchise that they were planning for him and stuff. Because I, I don't, I just don't see how you make a how you make a legit profit out of out of like doing this kind of format and stuff. And it, it's it's gonna buy you a lot of subs at first, but then like as time goes on, you get to like yeah. say, let's get to like May next year. A lot of subs are probably gonna be like, okay, well, there's nothing else I really need to watch on HBO Max and on this deal thing until like the end of the year with like whatever movie. Um, you know, so I, I just don't know how how the staying power is going to be for a smaller film when it comes to this main deal. Um, so it just makes me very, very, gets it very tricky to see how it's going to do and stuff. But um, regarding the discourse online as far as for this movie as well, too, um, they announced number three and Patty Jenkins has been talking on Twitter, but I don't, I'm, I'm curious to see if she, if she's like seen any of the major discourse because it's been crazy like i haven't seen this in a long time as far as for a movie a lot of people said joker but i don't even remember joker being this bad yeah this i mean this is nuts i was not expecting it honestly but there you have it uh it was nuts um i do think so speaking of discourse online uh, i'm not going to name the person outright but there's been talk of female directors underperforming in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that I, is outrageous to me, first of all, seeing as 16.7 is easily, because once you take away the week, Tenet actually for the weekend made about $9.7 million for the actual opening weekend. Yeah. And if it hadn't had all those previews, we could assume it at least would have made a little bit more than that 9.7. I don't know if it would have made the full 20. I don't think so. But um, no. So the, a female-led movie just made more than anything else. It And in conjunction with this HBO Max, and as I said at the opening, HBO must, or Warner Brothers must be happy with what they saw from HBO Max to mm-hmm. fast track and green light that Wonder Woman 3 
two, that's what, uh, they, that's what I'm guessing at least, you know. Yeah, the other person brought in Mulan, which literally did not release in the United States at all. Disney just put it on Disney Plus and did that $30 uh, crazy thing. So you can't even look at Mulan. Like, that's a ridiculous to look at Mulan. And then Birds of Prey was their other one, which also was affected much to a much lesser degree, but affected by the pandemic cutting its life short. So I... Uh, Y'all, stop it. We didn't We didn't say Christopher Nolan was done. We didn't say any of these male directors who have released films that highly underperformed right. are done. Uh, every film has highly underperformed. You can't judge a director based on their pandemic opening. You know, like we can, you still have to look at the film, but you can't judge that director because what you can do, what do they, what? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I, I don't know how... Because the tweet you're talking about, I, I don't know how you come up with that kind of scenario <laughs> regarding Wonder Woman where discourse, do you know how many directors movies have like discourse around it? So now this the yeah. Patty Jenkins is like over and done because her movie has discourse. The movie did not fail by any means. The movie no. is coming out in the middle and of, even with of that, a pandemic. It might have had a, it probably would have had a hard drop in a second weekend due yeah. to how people reacted. But we can easily say, I, I am pretty positive. If this had come out normal yeah. and in a normal time, it would have hit a hundred mil. It would have of done course, what the first one course, did. I mean, course, people yeah. might have been mad. A lot of people probably would have, you know, that it's I think it would have heavily yeah. dropped. It would have had a much bigger drop. And I ultimately don't think it would have been as successful as the first one because yeah. of how divisive it was. But it still would have been a financial success. So, well, let's see. so the first the domestic opening for Wonder Woman 2017 was 100 and, 103 million, right? Yeah. Really good opening. Um, and it dropped, let's see, it dropped to about. Um, oh, they had a re-release? Oh, they did for December before. Okay, so the original release, it uh, opened up to about $103 million, and yeah. then in week, in the next weekend, it dropped to 50, 58 in the next yeah. million, which is a decent. That's 43%. That's not yeah. bad at all. Um, so then going to this, going to like this one, listen, I, I like Wonder Woman was really popular like that was like all the talk when it came out. I remember that summer. It was like crazy, like how many people were talking about Wonder Woman and stuff. I think that's why the drop was so small. Um, yeah. I think uh, for the sequel, three years later, um, I think the movie easily would have did like uh, one twenty at yeah. least, maybe like one fifteen, one twenty, and then probably would have dropped with like the discourse. It probably would have dropped. To like, let's say a fifty, another fifty nine uh, million. Yeah, yeah it's like, like around 60 ish. Sixty. Um, and let's see what now. Let's see a let's pick a divisive film, and I'm choosing an actual divisive film, not like the joke, like not like Joker. Let's go with Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I think that was the actual true divisive, divisive, crazy yeah. film. Um, I'm gonna go with that one. So let's go to its. Domestic opening for that movie, original. Oh, it got re-released too. God damn. Um, but let's go to the original release back in twenty, late twenty seventeen. When it, oh, box office mojo, why are you so trash, man? All right. Um, domestic, domestic. This one opened to two hundred and twenty million. Now, after that that weekend of everyone going at each other, the movie dropped a hefty sixty seven million and uh, and opened to seventy one million the following week. Um, then it then it did like a Christmas weekend. It went back to ninety nine million for the holiday. So I think what, what I think that, that that drop was so big because of how much it made the first weekend. Yeah, I mean, that happens to every like that happens to like every movie. Uh, Endgame did the same thing. Infinity War the same thing. Um, so I think yeah, it probably would have dropped to like another like fifty percent at least. Yeah, but. Um, no, in no way would Wonder Woman 1984 be a failure for no. Patty Jenkins or even the studio. That's that decision, that kind of that kind of ideology is so ridiculous to me. You know? Yeah, it's just I can't believe that. <laughs> I haven't heard that excuse for anyone so far. I haven't heard any male directors that have had reasonable flops because nobody should be blaming the directors that their movie flopped during a pandemic but of course it's a it's a female of a tent pole so 
suddenly, mm-hmm. suddenly, uh oh, we better watch out. Which that's just crazy to me. Yeah, it's just so weird. And like every like the the idea of like, oh, I'm nervous for female directors going forward and stuff like that. When you we where was this talk when we did have a Captain Marvel and stuff like that? Discourse does not mean that. The, the, does it, that's just audiences being audiences but if the movie is successful if the, if the movie is, is critically pl- uh, praised then like there's I don't think there's nothing to worry about when it comes to that yeah so um, okay let's get into number two spot what do we got so number two was News of the World which is the new Tom mm-hmm. Hanks oh, yeah. the new Tom Hanks movie and that mm-hmm. opened to 2.25 million over its opening weekend Another something interesting, though, uh, while I'm looking, Wonder Woman doesn't have listed how many theaters it opened in. Um, I noticed that, too, which is very strange. Yeah, News of the World opened in 1900 theaters, though. And it's a Civil War movie that's hoping to kind of gain some awards buzz as it releases so late. But it has only opened here in the U.S. thus far. Did this have a only theater opening i it looks like it honestly yes it's universal so it has to um so (laughs) it's universal so it'll be on uh on demand in 17 days uh yeah because i don't even remember i don't even remember this movie opening like um you know advertised with vod yeah yeah which i guess they i guess that's part of it because somebody was mentioning how promising young woman is only advertising the theater and that's Mm -hmm. because that's their deal with the theater chains is they won't advertise the vod until it is available so uh yeah uh i haven't really heard much about this movie it has not garnered buzz whether awards wise or for a tom hanks movie Mm -hmm. coming out with this i mean tom hanks has kind of two quiet movies this year because he had Mm -hmm. that one that went to apple tv and now this yeah yeah uh yeah yeah i remember that one what was it called i forget it was, it was about an airplane, about, about an airplane <laughs> yeah uh, i've know, heard good he things i've heard vehicles. this movie's yeah i've heard this movie's pretty good i just haven't really heard yeah. much about it i honestly thought it was one of those like bible movies or something like that oh, until yeah. i clicked on it i said oh yeah it's that tom hanks poster that i've been seeing floating around everywhere yeah, um currently yeah. sits at 84 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah, sadly, the movie. I think the movie just comes. It just comes down to it being kind of over overshadowed by Wonder Woman and stuff, and like other movies that are in theaters right now. You know, so yeah. that's what I at least see is what happened. You know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, number three. Let's see what we got. So coming in at number three, we have The Crudes, A New Age, which dropped down from the number two spot last week, but brought in another $1.7 million. The Crudes 2 is now up to $30.3 million domestic. And add in the international totals, and it is up to $98.2 million. Also of note, The Crudes, A New Age became available on Video On Demand. So it also has that, which we don't have numbers for, but (laughs) it is available on demand. This is a, I think this is a pretty good uh, number for the movie. It it, uh, it only dropped six sixteen percent, but if you go to the total, it made thirty million dollars in a pandemic. And usually, when when a movie makes this much, um, pandemic wise, like you you chalk chalk that up as like a win. Um, yeah. I think this is a really good. I think they've done. They did a really good job with how they planned out this opening, opening around Thanksgiving and then leading uh-huh. into another holiday with Christmas, as far as for kids. So I think this is a very smart the way they did this, the yeah. way Universal did uh, the cruise. I think it's going to be what only the second film to cross a hundred million here, because uh, it's already at ninety-eight million worldwide. So I think it's only the second film in the pandemic to get across a hundred once it does, because I, I think it will. Yeah, yeah. So um, only yeah, this and Tenet, and then Wonder yeah. Woman will too. But mm-hmm. yeah, it'll um, uh, it, it, it's exciting to see that um, these, these sort of movies that are still sort of doing well when it comes to box office. I, I tell you again, Larry, this, these numbers just make me so sad. Yeah. I, um, man, I really hope we see something. We see a little bit of a turnaround. I'm not expecting things going back to normal in 2021, obviously, but I'm hoping at least. In the in like the third and like the second half of the year, we see some true turnaround when it comes to these numbers. Well, yeah, and then actually, so this is kind of the second, you know, decent win for um, 
the Warner Brothers, or I guess that was Warner Brothers. No, it was Universal. Uh, Universal with Trolls World Tour, which also did pretty well considering all things considered. So yeah. they have two two animated films that that they rolled out well enough to kind of warrant their their release strategy and yeah it is cool to see this and especially with that universal deal with movie theaters to see that at least their deal the crude was still able to make you know 100 million dollars before the rentals on pvod so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um I think yeah, I, I think as of right, now, I'm not sure what universe what what universes Universal's next movie is, but I'd be very interested to see how it goes. And hey, it seems like so far this whole two week thing is doing not doing so doing so yeah. shabby. So yeah. I mean, hey, we'll see how it goes. I know we were we were all kind of complaining. <laughs> remember, remember that a couple of months ago when this we said this was going to be the thing that kills theaters. Yeah, and then a couple of things a couple of months later we had this Warner Bros deal. Just weird how things go. Um, <laughs> all right, number four. Let's get into this movie. All right, coming in at number four, we have Monster Hunter, which brought in one point one two five million in its second week of release. It did fall from number one all the way down to number four this weekend, but the new video game adaptation has made four point two domestic and nine million worldwide um yeah so monster hunter did you see this no yeah this because this is only in theaters right i but yes yeah so um hey i don't have much to say about monster hunter this is fine i guess you've been dying to see it no not really (laughs) i um if if i'm gonna go to a theater it has to be like tenant was like an aberration because like it's been so long and i had to see tenant in theaters and that was the only way you could really watch the movie wonder Mm -hmm. woman you gave me the option of staying at home and being safe so i chose that option um but yeah this is this is not a movie that a lot of my friends did go out and see this and this is not a movie that i would go out (laughs) and go reach for even though it does have that that's get that that spectacle kind of feel with like some of the monsters but i'm gucci so 1.1 million (laughs) (laughs) there's an audience who went to go see it uh so far it's made about 4 million in the box office fine so yeah that's all i can say about that yep and then number five is an Uh, indie film this is sad uh, Promising Young Woman, another film kind of looking to get into the awards race, brought in $719,000 over its opening weekend from Focus Features. Uh, that brings its worldwide total also up to 719000 because it only has had a domestic release thus far. I this is goes this goes to what I said about a couple of months ago when we started when we brought the show back. Um, this makes me this makes me nervous for like independent movies a lot when I see yeah. numbers like this because it just like I think like when independent movies were coming out around September too like I mean, what was it like Ammonite came out to like seventy thousand or like you know like uh, what was it the movie uh, I forget but like Copperfield some that David Copperfield movie it opened to like oh, yeah. hundred thousand and and this the that. Promising Young Woman, I've been seeing that trailer everywhere, you know, on TV when I'm watching, like, Fox, when I'm watching, like, MTV. Um, So just to see that it opened this low, not even to, like, get to, like, 900 or even to, like, a million. Uh, You had Crude's New Age, who's been in the box office for five weeks, and that did 1.7. You got a Monster Hunter, even though, like, there's, like, a big audience for, like, when it comes to these crazy kind of movies like this. In the second week, it opened to 1.1, and and Promising Young Woman, News of the World, 2.2, and Promising Young Woman couldn't even, like... We talked about how we haven't even heard of that, really. Like, it hasn't gotten... And even online, like, I feel like I've seen more about Promising Young Woman than than uh, news of the world or any of these other movies, but a uh, 700,000. So, and it was in a, it was in a decent amount of, of theaters, 1300 theaters. It, yeah. it, that's disappointing to me. And, I, and you can say, yo, it's a pandemic, but that is like compared to the, a lot of these other movies that are sitting up here in this top five, that's very disappointing to me. So yeah. um, that sucks. Have you heard anything about this Pinocchio movie? I have um, roadside no attractions. I've gotten a couple of emails, and I'm just like, "What 
you know, <laughs> I don't know. What but open to number seven, Fatale looked terrible. <sighs> open to number six, six fifty nine, and that movie gets six fifty. Man, I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really thought Promising a Woman could at least get to the nine hundreds, or even at least one point one. So this yeah. is this is a little bit. Of, I'm still stuck on like God, that. That's disappointing yeah, to me. Very good. I feel like the talk has been like so crazy. So yeah. you would think that it would open to something, but something. Yeah. That, that blow. That's a blow. I wonder how. I wonder that what a theater slash is gonna be for next week for that one. So yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, any other stories from the top from the uh, box office of the weekend? Just a lot of Christmas movies doing well. Yeah. Just a yeah. lot of yeah. Same old, same old. It looks like. <laughs> Freaky looks like Freaky is gonna round off with eight million dollars total. Yeah, and um, that's out on PVOG now, yeah, and we yeah. see that it plummeted uh, after what it got released. To... I think it just did it make it the budget. What was the budget for Freaky? I think it's only like five. Um, I don't see a budget. This was Universal, of course. Yeah, yeah I don't see a budget on their main page. Um, well, here's a here's a no. That's, that's all the grosses. No budget, but Freaky eight million dollars. Fine. I mean, yeah. I wasn't expecting a lot as far as um yeah so let's go with that let's go through like yeah like Tenet fifty seven million that round off to end up the year domestically mm-hmm. I mean that's the biggest one we got yeah so <laughs> looking at, that was definitely the winner when it came to the pandemic era of theatric yeah. releases uh, uh I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, good for Tenet. It definitely also worldwide and domestic was able to be the big winner. But that leaves us with Tenet's chilling at number 14 at the domestic yearly box office, which is crazy, honestly. Yeah, so let's get let's get it right into that then. The, uh, the, we're going to talk about the uh, – do like a little recap of 2020. As far as box office goes, they round up some of the highest grossing films of the year. Um, and domestically, they will move on to worldwide. Worldwide. So you said ten. It was all the way down at, at fifteen. But I mean, the pandemic. It's just yeah. it's gonna happen. When you take like, out, so if we're looking at just films released in two thousand twenty, Tenet does bump up to number eight. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because uh, we literally have two movies that were released in two thousand twenty that were able to make more than a hundred million dollars this year. That yeah. was Bad Boys for Life, our only two hundred million dollar grocer, which came in at two hundred and six, and Sonic the Hedgehog. A movie like um, is, what's crazy about that being the number one movie, which was crazy. Bad Boys for Life already sounds ridiculous, but like Black Panther opened up to that, you know, like yeah. that's just nuts. How like how 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 that how that kind of goes. But you're right. Um, in year in year releases, um, some of these. So when you go on, if you if you want to follow along with us, if you go to box boxofficemojo.com and you go to yearly and then domestic. Um, they have an, an option where you could choose in-year releases and calendar grosses. So these kind of, like, you still see, like, a 1917. You still yeah. see, like, a Jumanji, the next level. When you that's look at calendar, yeah, like, that's from those movies bleeding over from 2019. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is number five. Um, yeah, honestly, have... y'all, three out of the top five are 2019 movies. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess you could, 1917 is kind of hard because it released so late <laughs> in the year i mean it went wide release in 2020 so you know but it's still counted i guess it's a 2019 release whereas when you look at this year's releases woof yeah and if you go down to tenet like it's it's stuck in it's in between uh two 2019 films and then it's and then under and then number 16 we had the gentleman which was this year at 36 million but um tenet yeah tenet doing about 46 million for hey i think that's a good thing as far as getting over the gentleman something like the gentleman that came out in january 24th i mean this is mercy nuts yeah when you take away and when we look at just in your releases the crudes that we just talked about is number 10 (laughs) with that 30 million it's number 10 let me jump on over to that chart um box office mode is just trash right now yeah, yeah number 10 we have the crudes a new age oh my god don't even talk about number number 11 please um <laughs> uh we have the call of the wild at 62 wonder woman with literally it's one weekend is at number 19 <laughs> number 19 wonder woman 1984 when, when a pandemic movie can make more than a movie that released 
regularly, like the turning or Gretel and Hansel. That's pretty sad to me. The way back um, even yeah. is underneath their bloodshot. <laughs> I mean, I, bloodshot at bloodshot. least. <laughs> bloodshot at least was only like one week of release. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it got yeah. a pandemic. <laughs> it was Wonder Woman. You can make that argument that Wonder Woman. I mean, was no, it's true. Too. It's true. Yeah, Wonder Woman. This is his first week, and it made more than blood. Thank God, honestly. I'm. I'm and honestly, I mean, I'm so happy to see Onward as high as it was because that really kind of got killed. I mean, it got number seven, and it got killed because its opening week was basically when the big news of the pandemic broke out That's and the next week i feel like that was the lockdown it, was it. I, I it was had like one weekend friend. of good release and it was killed <laughs> yeah onward i remember onward came out uh the week after i hung out with my girlfriend for her birthday and then the next week after that was lockdown and yeah. the next week after that would have been you guys coming down to boston for ace yeah. um and then we have uh, um birds of prey which came out. Listen, I know Hannah likes to use the pandemic as like an excuse for these numbers, but like, listen, Hannah, like this came out on the seventh of February, and it had a couple of weeks before things got crazy, at least four. So I'll just, I'll just say I'm that. Just, I mean, I'm happy it got to what it got because it basically covered its budget in the U.S. Yeah. Thank goodness it was cheap, like to make Birds of Prey. Um, because if it had been like Doolittle, because looking at Doolittle, that movie cost a lot to make. I mean, it cost over $150 million to make, and yeah. it did not. Uh, so Birds of Prey at least only cost like 85 to make. Yeah. Doolittle opened to 21 uh, total. It rounded up around $77 million. But let's get into Bad Boys for Life, because I really don't want to ah. undermine undermined like its it. opening they, they really it really did a great uh opening it really started it started off the year really strong i was so excited to see these numbers too like i was like that's crazy because i enjoyed the movie it wasn't amazing or anything i had my little fun with it and stuff but the fact that it opened up to 62 million of bad boys for life i'm you and i came on the show like yeah 30 something <laughs> and, and then it you know to make it this worldwide total of uh 200 and well, domestic total of 206 is really, really solid for Sony. Um, yeah, so, the, I mean, I think we would have had a pretty strong year at the box office, just looking at Bad Boys for Life. Then we have Sonic at number two, which made 146, and that was on Valentine's Day. You see The Invisible Man here on February 28th was able to at least crack a 70 million domestic. Yeah. So we yeah. had some good numbers to start in yeah. January and February. Uh, and then it just, you know, obviously went downhill from there. Yeah, yeah it really, um, it just like, because if you even jump over to, to compare how impacted the box office was and theaters were by this pandemic, if you jump over to 2019, like 2019, we get, let's get, let's get this going. Box office mojo service error again. Uh, yeah, every Stand time we try to change, change, the, change the page. So let's let's jump over to domestic. Look at this domestic 2019 Avengers Endgame 858 million for last year. A year later, and then we have number two, The Lion King, with 543 million. The Rise of Skywalker with 515. It's just really, really the one uh, thing, a, though, a jarring jump from like year to year. But the promising thing that I think showed that we could have been good is you have to go all the way down to like number 25 to find anything that was released in January or February. You have to go yeah. all the way down to Glass, which made 111. And, yeah, you know, Bad yeah. Boys for Life crushed that. So we were off to a strong, a much better start this year with Bad Boys for Life and Sonic the Hedgehog getting us off to really good starts. And then the pandemic just was a torpedo. Yeah, I, I remember you and I both were like super pumped for like going into this year and the options of like what what movie what movies were going to open to what. Like when we were doing early in the year before the pandemic started, talking about like Wonder Woman and then Black Widow, seeing those numbers in the Fast Furious Fast and Furious uh, Nine movie, yeah. see how that was going to do. But um, yeah, domestically, I yeah, this these numbers are just are still really really sad compared to like year to year yeah. and i you, and even if you're like oh well, that's just 2019 what about another year let's let's do it let's jump to 2018 2018 like the highest grossing film domestically was black panther at 700 million and then right behind it was avengers infinity war with 678 million incredibles 2 was 608 so around like those those higher hundreds like 800 700 those seems like that that's the number of like box off like domestic wise how high are you gonna get for the year yeah. 
Um, and then 2020, you go, and that's the highest one is 200 million with Bad Boys for Life. So it's just really, 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 really scary. Yeah. As far as how that goes. And then we look at the worldwide box office, and it's a Chinese production film that topped the charts this year. Uh, the 800, which made 461 million, almost all of which was in China. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, uh, I, I've never heard of this movie. And until we started to talk about box office, I was like, the 800 is a <laughs> Chinese film. Um, it did a lot of money. Yeah. Tough. 461 million. Do you have what it did in China? Oh, the Met, like, Domestic, it says 372. Yeah, I mean, um, in domestic, it made oh, foreign, pretty much okay. nothing. Uh, and almost, most of that foreign number is China. Oh okay, so 460. Uh, yeah, this is a great number. This is a crazy number. Um, I wanted to compare year over year to uh, what was China. last. I think, I think last year's number one, obviously, was Endgame. Oh, yeah, China is where it made 460 million. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> that's crazy to me. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but then we have Bad Boys for Life, number two at the worldwide for the year. So number one domestic, number two worldwide, made four hundred twenty-six million. Which, again, even you know, I, that's a great number for Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. I never would have guessed it would have come close to touching that. So, a huge number for that. Four hundred twenty-six million worldwide. I have no idea why. If you ask me, Dwayne, how the hell? I have no idea why, as far as why it popped off with so many people. It just did. Yeah. Um, and I can't even say, oh, because it's an action film and world, they love the action movies. But like, there was something with this movie. I don't know what it was, but there was something with audiences as far as this movie goes. So, And we talked about it before it came out. We said, listen, when they try to bring back like 2004 five or three movie in like present time and try to like reboot it or whatever kind of whatever you know do like another sequel it just flops all the time like you know what happened to shaft it happened to men in black you know what i mean like so it always happens but bad boys for life kind of changed that mold which is really really nice to see um number three listen tenet that's pretty good as I um, say, yeah, number three in it. Is it that uh, that domestic number is solid, but it's really that foreign number got up to three hundred and four million in overseas territories, which of course it played bigger. But yeah, number three for Tenet at three hundred sixty-two million, which is a, a pretty strong number. Then we have Sonic the Hedgehog, which made three ten, and Doolittle, <laughs> Doolittle in the top five for the end of the year at two hundred and forty-six. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess. What know. is this? Uh, see, this must be a Chinese movie yeah, too. Legend of- yeah, it says foreign two forty. The Legend of Dev that defecation. Yeah, de- defecation. Uh, Birds of Prey hanging in at t- number seven. Uh- <laughs> uh, I, I went. I went to that movie, uh, Legend of Defecation. Let me go back to see how Birds of Prey did. Number seven. That's good. That's. Oh, like- 117 worldwide. I mean, I don't remember what the budget. Yeah, this is fine. Birds of Prey is fine. Right. They, I know. Yeah. It's just what happened was with Birds of Prey is that it's just people. If you if your superhero movie does not make like a billion dollars, people just hit the panic button, and I don't know what that. But this Birds of Prey. When it was coming out, I wanted it to like at least. I said, I think I gave it. I said eighty, and you said I don't remember, but I remember I said at least eighty million. It opened up to what it did. I mean, maybe audiences just was not interested enough. Uh, we had the do bros, but I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say that's why it wasn't. It wasn't working because a year before the dude bros hated Captain Marvel, and it opened up to big numbers. So. Yeah. People just was just talking down to maybe people just was not really interested in the Birds of Prey movie. The title was ridiculous as far as marketing goes. Uh, Warner Brothers did a shit job of marketing the movie. The title is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. And like they should have, like I said months ago, they should have called it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey um, to market it and stuff. Even when you go to the theater, when they had like, you know, those AMC, the the name bars as far as what the movie you're about to walk into, yeah. you didn't see Harley Quinn's name. It just said Birds of Prey, blah, 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 blah. You know, 
So I think that's probably just a lot of aspects went into this number. But I think to round up 2020 and the numbers in the top 10 still above like an invisible man is it's it's good. It did good, you know. So yeah. it's fine. Don't panic. As far as <laughs> Birds of Prey goes. Yeah, Birds of Prey. We see Wonder Woman already up to number 12 with its 85 million worldwide. Which is crazy to me. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, we literally have 10 films that have made $100 million worldwide this year. Soon it'll be 12 because Croods and Wonder Woman will pass that shortly. But Yeah, that'll, that'll be it again where it bleeds over into that 2021 yeah. worldwide. Um, yeah, but even like a Mulan worldwide, number 13. Worldwide, yeah. $66 million. That's hey. without anything from the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I would chuck that as a win. Yeah, okay. it's just seeing some other stuff that's out right now, like Greenland. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, Mulan did more than New Mutants, and that was U.S. too. Yeah, New Mutants had both. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and that's why I'm saying with these people criticizing the, like, Mulan numbers and stuff, it's like, come on now. I mean. <laughs> it's, it's the people who do not, and I uh, and I know there's, like, a niche audience of, like, people who actually study and just look at box office numbers how you have to factor in like how many theaters something is in how many like what the number was year to year what the number was for the first movie people who come out and see like a number and then be like oh my god this is you know i'm like well no like it did this is perfectly fine mulan didn't come out u.s and it's in the number 13 spot of the worldwide 2020 box office that's good (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. it's just weird you know like yeah. then when you go to birds of prey that's number seven you know so invisible man is number eight so we just weird there's weird behavior all around you know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> agreed <laughs> really really strange um okay so moving on from the worldwide box office and the recap of that let's get into 2021 um listen a lot of studios did this thing where Let's push everything to 2021, hoping that things get better. And we're about three, four days from uh, New Year's, and we are still in the same spot. Numbers are still here. The vaccine is out, but like only a few people are getting them right now. Yeah. Uh, so this, I think January, February, and I think some of March is going to look really rough. As far yeah. as box office goes, do not expect, do not expect like a huge jump uh, in the box office because I think these movies are gonna do just about what these other movies have been doing. So I mean, January first, we have a TBD of the uh, Escape Room two. I thought, is that for sure? I feel like it I says know. TBD for January first. I didn't hear anything. I know for sure. Like Peter Rabbit, I think got moved. Hmm. Nine days got shoved back to the summer. Did it? Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, Rumble got moved, but I don't know when it got moved to. January 8th, Untitled Blumhouse. How updated is this list? Because I, yeah, like I think this is November, yeah, November 23rd is when it was updated. Let's try to find a... Yeah, Tom and Jerry got moved. <laughs> this one says December 11th. Okay. So maybe uh, this is Rotten Tomatoes. Um... January, right now, all we have uh, is uh, The Last Duel, January 8th. You ever heard of that? No. 2021? Look at these names, though. Ridley Scott, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer. What? (laughs) Never heard of it. Um, Peter Rabbit 2. Did you say January 15th for that one? Moved, but apparently not. 355 with Simon Kinberg. Rats. Uh, yeah, I don't see any of these movies. Like, yeah, Nomad Land is supposed to be February. God, Cinderella in February, Jesus. Yeah, The Father is supposed to be February. Yeah, I think those two for sure will come out because they want to keep their Oscar oh, eligibility. Nomad Land, I see a solid six hundred thousand. Yeah, like Father, I've got heard no buzz other than like people yeah. loving Anthony Hopkins. I haven't heard anything. The Father, same thing. I see a solid 600,000. Um, Ghostbusters still set for March? I, I really don't. Listen, I okay. These I think these lists are all over the place. So I don't coming think, to America, I know for sure. That is right. Yeah, they, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, they um Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon is March fifth. That what did that did that say did that say um access? Is that premiere access only? It's both, right? I think it's both. Mm-hmm. So they're so, doing like that, and then Tom and Jerry yeah moved back to March. So quite frankly, this list these listings they still honestly don't know for themselves. Yes, yeah, so about some of these know. movies I've heard nothing for. <laughs> So what I will do, I just want to just throw the question to you as far as how do you see things happening as far as next year goes? Everything got delayed into next year. Do you see them delaying these movies more into like 2022? Or what do you see happening as far as next year's box office? Uh, I think next year's box office is about to be a mess. I truly, truly do. Um, Yeah, I do too. I just don't know. It's still just so uncertain because even recently we just heard about England and the UK has that like new strand. It's like a mutated strand happening. Oh, you so even if that too, I thought my mom was just being crazy. No, like, so oh, if we have God. like a freaking if we, even if we get a vaccine, if a mutated strand comes through, the vaccine's going to be useless. So it's like <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. anything could happen at this point. Hopefully, they can contain it over there. <laughs> Um, but you know, if, if we can get back to normal, I still think until people are good and safe, even the first wave of people haven't really started getting this at like good portions, I think it's going to be months before, you know, us type of people are going to be able to get this, uh, you know, maybe by summer, if, if all goes well, summer is when I imagine people are going to be rushing out, you know, and ready to go. So everything up until summer, yeah. I think it's going to be pretty dark still. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to fix myself because early in the year, I said, like, I was like, oh, summer will all be back and fine. But nobody listens to what people say on the news anymore as far as, like, do this and that. And do it's just like, it's just, it gets me so frustrated because it's like you don't want to fix this issue. And the fact that I, I, I shouldn't even be surprised that in 2020 and the human race in 2020 has immediately has gotten dumber that masks <laughs> turn into a political thing and yeah. being safe turned into a political thing. Like when I hear my like my boss at work, not the casual guy, my my boss Lewis, like his boss, when I hear her at work say things like, you know, enough's got to something's got to give when it comes to like staying home. I'm like, dude, that you're the problem you're why she says she goes to like she goes to like uh like uh, restaurants like every week and i'm like you're why you're the reason why we're still here because you guys made it this kind of political thing which is so weird to me like it's yeah. just it, it it's so weird and i shouldn't be surprised but i mean it's just so i i'm not even gonna say summer i don't see us being back to normal I don't think we're ever going to be back to normal, but as far as movie theaters go, I'm going to say fall. Like, I'm going to say maybe even next, maybe even a year from now, because nobody knows how to act. And we keep taking three steps forward and, like, five steps back because the things just keep getting crazier. People are still traveling. People are still going out and doing stuff, not wearing, protect, like, not being protective. There's so many people on my end. If you see... How many people are on my Instagram just tr- walking around downtown, just no mask, and it's just ridiculous. And uh, my like my my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend is like a band. He's just banned mask. It's just so dumb and weird, and it's just uh, how did we get here? How to, as a human society? And I know this has nothing to do with with the box office, but it's it's just so sad and frustrating. So. I'm going to say next November we'll be back in theaters as far as like in abundance, but I don't see it happening anytime soon because uh, vaccine and no vaccine people are probably the vaccine is I'm already seeing political things about that. Like don't take it. They want to restrict you. It's just so weird. So um, I don't know, Larry, I, I, I want, I wish I could end this in a better yeah. note, but it's just so frustrating. Um, I yeah. I don't see much things changing next year. So I hope things do, but I mean, we'll see how it goes. But um, uh, this this HBO Max thing is gonna kill a lot of movies next year. Um, it's just it's just gonna be really really strange. So yeah. we'll see, we'll see. So that's all yeah. I'll say about that. Um, 
okay. So that being said, on a on a on a, on a high note, not really. But with that being said, everyone, thank you guys for joining us once again for our recap in the 2020 box office. Another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show uh, with Larry and I. Uh, I don't know what the future holds for this show as far as box as far as like uh, frequency of um how many times we're gonna do it because it's just like it just it's just like you just don't know while these while these movies what's coming out what's staying what's leaving theaters as far as VO, those vod deals with universal so um next week I'll, i am curious to see how wonder woman does in week two um i don't think it's gonna be as big obviously i don't think it's gonna be as as big of an opening as far as 16 but if i'd have to predict and i'll throw it to you after i i could see maybe like uh five maybe like a four or five million what do you think yeah that sounds reasonable to me yeah that's why that's what i at least see it right now as for wonder woman but um that being said everyone thank you guys for joining us as always i mean when it comes to next year at the end of next year i don't know where we're gonna be at as far as um box office and movie theaters go so i guess we'll just play it by ear We'll all hold hands and just see how they will just go along for the ride. Uh, maybe Libby Larry and I could be back next week to talk about Wonder Woman's second weekend and seeing how how crews are doing and stuff like that. And uh, is anything come opening up this weekend? Um, I don't believe so. I know. Mm, yeah, I don't believe so. I usually have like a, a, rotten, a rotten Tomatoes kind of opening list for the upcoming week, but I don't think we have much. Um, so all right everyone with that being said thank you guys for joining us once again my name is Dwayne. uh larry once you let everyone know where they can follow you you can find me on youtube as well as instagram and twitter all at lc screen talk all right uh and my name is Dwayne. once again you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac 94 and you can follow me i'll follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at cinemania world as far as our schedule for the rest of the week it is the new year's week uh new year's on friday thank god we gotta get out of this year um but as far as schedules for the podcast tomorrow i believe tomorrow we're gonna do our worst of 2020 lists as far as worst movies go um wednesday larry you 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 free wednesday um after work okay well, I think I'm thinking Wednesday is gonna be the uh, the top ten best uh, movies of 2020. Um, I just want to watch Wolf Walkers real quick first, so I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow um, before I finalize. And then Thursday, Hannah and I will be back for our last Cinemania Live of the year, which will be very interesting. And thank you guys for joining us once again. My name is Dwayne, as always, and that was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.